everyone. Um, yeah, I'm Leah from Good Old Radelaide. Um, I support the Woodcroft Fellowship down there. Um, it's where the furthest one down south. So if you're ever in Adelaide, let me know. Um, I can pick up from there for. Um, <laughs> hopefully a little bit earlier than late night. But um, yeah, so I can definitely praise the Lord. I was brought up in the fellowship like many of us here today. Um, and um, we were sort of, well, uh, yeah, I was born in a small town called Wyala, which is about five hours north of Adelaide. And um, at the time when I was there, the fellowship was, you know, booming and there was a lot of sort of revival happening. So um, I, I was still quite young when we moved. I was about four when we moved to Adelaide, but I do remember those constant trips that we had back to Wyala. Catch your breath. Because um, while, oh, sorry, while my grandparents were alive, that's when we'd sort of go in just to see the um, the excitement of, you know, all those um, people coming to the Lord and just how, like, involved they were in the fellowship. And I remember from a young age that was sort of that, um, like, that flame sort of lit up in me. Um, I just wanted to be involved. Um, and so then, yeah, coming to Adelaide, sort of growing up in that bigger fellowship, it it tend to become um, a little bit harder in a, in a sense where I looked at it from a view of there's so many other people that are doing all these jobs, where am I going to fit in? Um, and I remember sort of my sister, like, because um, I was the youngest of five, so most of them sort of, um, you know, received the Holy Spirit and all that stuff. And I remember when my sister received the Holy Spirit, um, she was sort of the second to last one, and I just went, oh, my goodness, I need that that's going to help me get involved. Um, and so I did, you know, have, have that prayer. And a year later, I did receive the Holy Spirit um, with, you know, the evidence of speaking in tongues and was baptised at a Adelaide Kins Camp, um, which was, yeah, a pretty incredible um, experience. And, you know, I just remember walking to the hall and Dad was sort of up on the stage, you know, doing his thing if everyone, anyone ever went down there. And, you know, he sort of, this was in front of like, over like 500 people, it was so scary. Um, and he just turned to me and went, oh, you know, Jill, your daughter's received the Holy Spirit. So from that point on, it was that real just, you know, everybody can tell that what you've got is something so special and so different from everybody else, um, particularly in the world. So like you, and yeah, I just became part of that family of God and that was amazing. And I, um, I still tried to get involved with, you know, creches and a little bit of, um, little bit, you know, Sunday school and communion glasses and things like that. Um, but in my teenage years, I really struggled with this whole idea of um, friendship and where that fit in with my relationship with the Lord. Um, and I tend to put my friendships first. And that really sort of rocked me in a way of um, when all of those friendships, because they were all from school and they're all in the world, when they fell apart, I just thought, what am I left with? I'm left with absolutely nothing. And and in my head, that was so terrifying, whereas, you know, physically it didn't do anything, but mentally I just thought, where is my place? I don't know where I belong. What's What am I going to do? Um, and I had really, really dark thoughts um, in those moments where I just said, Lord, I don't really want to live anymore, so you can just take me right now. That'll be fantastic. Like, I just had those scary thoughts. And... Um, yeah, then I guess then the next day, you know, I remember sort of people talking to me and like they were chatting to me just about how amazing God is and, you know, how wonderful life is and I 
just sort of thought, oh, okay, like, that's, that's really great and wonderful. But I remember at East Coast Teens Camp, I had some prayer, and coming back from that camp, um, my mum told me a testimony about my four-year-old nephew who, was, who knew that he had a problem with his, um, I guess, behaviour, and he said to his mum, I don't want to be like this anymore. I want the Lord to heal me. And he was completely healed at the prayer line that Sunday. And that was a huge hit to me because I thought my four-year-old nephew, who's also in the same position as me growing up in the Lord, can ask God for a healing and get it immediately. I know the Lord can heal me. And so that was a real turning point in my life. And from that day on, I was pretty much healed of all those that darkness and the fact those importance of friendship in the world just left me and I could not care less. And that was a huge, like, blessing and a miracle for me. Um, and then I went on to sort of still try and, f I guess, find out my, um, yeah, where I wanted to help out in the fellowship. Um, and it, you know, wasn't until sort of my early 20s, um, only 23, not that old, um, <laughs> contrary to popular belief. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, early 20s, I sort of started to um, try and, yeah, have that purpose and I was doing creche for a while but then I was sort of, you know, I was working childcare so it was like, I didn't really want to do that anymore. Um, and then I looked to, um, yeah, I just went and started learning how to do sound and the running of the meetings, you know, doing slides and I really found a, just a joy of doing that um, and it wasn't until a couple of years later that um, the, I guess the hall managers that we've got down in Adelaide, um, they approached me and said, do you want to um, do this admin role for, you know, both sound and slides and I said, yeah, I'll do that um, and so I've been doing that for a while which is really exciting and it's just really created that, um, that amazing, you know, purpose and like, you're still finding your way in the Lord because things are always going to be constantly changing, but I'm absolutely, you know, loving just where I am and, you know, even that um, we're able to sort of, like, not preach, but um, we're able to sort of uh, be a testimony to my sister who, one of my sisters who's not in the fellowship, um, as well as her three kids. Um, and, yeah, I guess I, I, from that testimony as well, like, uh, way back in 2020, my um, my oldest sister, who was actually living in the Central Coast at the time, um, and it was actually the last night of our virtual, um, I guess, NYC on Zoom, um, the last night, her husband sort of turned around to her and said, I don't want to be, like, with you anymore, I don't love you, I just, you know, want to be separate. So, um, that was really hard-hitting for, um, I guess... The family, because not only divorce affects the, I guess the um, central family, but then the extended family as well. So it sort of builds out into that little community. And um, she came to live with us with her um, daughter. And at the time, we actually had my other sister and her three kids. So there was like nine of us for about six months in one house. Um, so it was a bit hectic, um, and it was quite challenging as well because my workplace, which can get quite stressful at times, then became my little safe haven. And unfortunately, my home wasn't. Um, and so that was something I've sort of battled with. Um, and I then found that I created a bit of a, um, not a hatred, but a really dislike towards my family. And that was really, for me, very unhealthy. Um, and so I just remember 
praying to the Lord. I just said, Lord, I, I can't do this anymore. Either you let me move out or you get them to move out. Um, and every avenue I sort of tried, um, I guess, in my own strength to move out, every door just kept closing. Um, and it didn't really seem like they were going to move out, which was quite frustrating for me because um, I wanted my space back. Um, and my own bathroom, goodness. Um, I was sharing a bathroom with, like, two other women and four children. It was not fun. Um, and so I just, yeah, just had that prayer. And, um, yeah, a few, uh, a few weeks later, my oldest sister got a house and she moved out. And then the other one got a house and then she moved out. And so it was just, like, fantastic just that way. And, yes, I was there to help him and... You know, I didn't mind that I like needed to be there for them as a sister and help them through this tough time and things like that. It was just more the um, the struggle and um, the uh, just ideology, I guess they had of like, oh, you're you know my family, so you've just got to deal with me. You know, you don't have a choice, sort of thing. Um, so that was a bit of a, a struggle. And um, yeah, praise the Lord, He just like you know, he just blesses you and the, he's just a constant in your life. And even recently for myself, I've been able to move out. Sorry for everyone in Perth, you sort of heard this last week. Um, but yeah, I was able to, you know, move out and live on my own and buy my own little place. And, you know, that's five minutes from work and it's just been an absolute blessing, the Lord. And I just, yeah, let's leave it there. Amen.